Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge. They are who we thought they were. On Yahoo Sports Radio. First and 10 from the 27. Warner back to throw. Rainbow's the far sideline, and it is caught by Isaac Bruce. Makes a move to the 30, 25, 20, and they won't catch him today. Touchdown Rams! You know what? We are going to catch him today. Our next guest is Isaac Bruce, and he knows a lot about the Rams, both in Los Angeles and St. Louis. Former star wide receiver, who's a Hall of Fame candidate, and who began his career in 1994 in Los Angeles with the Rams before moving to St. Louis. Uh, became an all-pro there and a four-time Pro Bowler and, of course, the leading receiver with the greatest show on turf. And now the best news of all, he's with us today. Isaac Bruce, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, Rick, Ron, and Clark, man. First of all, I'd like to say thanks for having me on the show. Uh, enjoyed you having me on the last time. I was uh, kind of working in the parking lot at my church at that time. But um, thanks for reaching out again and allowing me to speak, man. Thank you. You got it. Um, well, I mentioned that you started your career in L.A., which you did in 1994, but you played really the rest of your Rams career, at least in St. Louis. So I guess the, the question right out of the box is, where do you stand on the Rams' return to the West Coast? Do you like it or do you not like it? Well, you know what? I'll be honest. I, I do like it. I mean, you are talking to a, a, a Los Angeles Ram. I was drafted by the Los Angeles Rams in 1994. And, uh, you know, with the move, uh, you know, the two previous years before I got there, I did two years in junior college out in Los Angeles before I went to Memphis and ended up being drafted by Los Angeles. It was kind of bittersweet leaving, um, you know what? But the, 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 once the pot got really stern and once we started really cooking the gumbo, uh, most of that was done in the city of St. Louis where some of the greatest fans on earth live. Uh, they really backed everything that we did. We enjoyed a lot of success right there in the city of St. Louis. Uh, once the move came about, you know, it, it was once again bittersweet for me. But you know what? Just looking at the opportunity of being in Los Angeles again and uh, for the players themselves and just the organization as a whole, I'm pretty excited about it. But how bittersweet is it for the fans who now have lost their second NFL team? Well, you know what? You know, my heart really went out to those guys. I mean, considering that we were the second franchise that they lost. And uh, once the team packed up and left, I mean, you know, we had success there. We had uh, a lot more success than the big red machine that was there, you know, prior to, to the Rams getting in town. And we won championships there. We won division championships, uh, national uh, NFC championships, and then won the Super Bowl. And those teams, for the for the 21 seasons that we were there, those fans, they enjoyed every moment of it. So just to see us pick up and leave and, and really not uh, have an opportunity to say goodbye, you know, it's one of the reasons I'm putting together the football game, the flag football game in July back in St. Louis, so we all can have a moment to say goodbye to each other. You, know, you mentioned that uh, uh, Legends of the Dome game that uh, that you put together. Going to have a lot of the great players, of course, that uh, played with you. And it's going to benefit the uh, Isaac Bruce Foundation. And I had a thought. A little way to raise a little extra money during this game. See what you think of it. Talk to me. You dress up a guy, give him a camera, you dress him up in a Patriots uniform, and you let people pay to throw something at him. Like you throw water balloons or something at him you know, while he's filming the way at the game. What do you think? Well, you know what? Maybe we should have, you know, Spygate cameras all around the stadium and have a dump machine. Yeah. Fans can pay $50, you know, throw, throw a softball or something. You know, it is baseball season, so we can have them throw baseballs at the Barton and dunk the, dunk the Patriots. That's a good idea. I'll run that by my executive. <laughs> I like it. See what she thinks of it. <laughs> I might fly. If you do it, I might fly out there to give you the 50 to do it. <laughs> We're speaking right, with so let's, uh, You know, I'll see, what it, see how it happens. 
We're speaking with former wide receiver Isaac Bruce on the Talk of Fame Network. And if you have any suggestions like Ron did for his July 23rd flat football showdown in St. Louis, just uh, call him or email him and uh, I'll follow up on Ron's question, Isaac. Um, If you have that Patriot Spygate uh, filmer in there, what are the chances that Mike Martz is first in line? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I think he may, you know, help some of the fans. He pays for the other fans to take some shots at it. I mean, (laughs) you know, it was a moment in time where it was a moment in time where Coach Marsh was really uh, dejected and kind of upset, you know, with the rumors flying around of what had happened in Super Bowl 36. So, um, you know, there's a lot of a lot of uneasiness about that subject. A lot of us have never watched that film, myself included. So, you know, who knows? We may go that route. <laughs> Credit Ron, would you please? <laughs> yeah, I like that. I said the game itself. You're bringing Kurt Warner back, Torrey Holt, Dick Vermeil, Mike March, Orlando Pace, right. Aeneas Williams, all, all the great names. This is going to benefit the Isaac Bruce Foundation which is committed to making right. an impact on the youth in St. Louis by teaching them the importance of a healthy lifestyle and the importance of education. How did you get involved? Yes, sir. Um, you know what? We decided to uh, put together this foundation in 2006. You know, it was probably my uh, 11th or 12th season in the NFL. And then I wanted to make sure that, you know, when we decided to do it, that we did it the right way and that it would benefit others for not for just one season or two, but make sure that it has a, has a lasting, long, positive impact you know, starting right in the city of St. Louis. So that was kind of the idea of doing it. And education has already always been a passion of mine, along with uh, fitness and a healthy lifestyle. So it kind of fit right with what, uh, what I wanted to do. Now, Isaac, you played uh, sort of for a team in transition, uh, L.A. to St. Louis. Right. Um, and now uh, you've got these former Rams now going in the opposite direction. How much does it affect a team's ability to win, and how disruptive was it? Uh, do you think for you and for your team? Well, you know, when I, when it happened with me, I was 21, and you know, going from St. Louis to Los Angeles, from Los Angeles to St. Louis is a is, it was a big step. You know, it's something that we heard about every day while we were playing. It was in the media every day. Um, you had your diehard fans, the Millenheads, and people like that. They were really, really concerned about you know the rumors that were flying around, and got and you know it got more intense every day. So, you know, I think we had uh, Coach Knox. And some of the veterans on the team, they, 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 they constantly drummed in us the importance of staying focused and not to listen to the chatter outside of our locker room and tried to make sure that the things that we did would really, really support, uh, you know, being in, being in the city that we were in, Los Angeles, and winning football games as opposed to thinking about what could happen. We're speaking with Isaac Bruce, former wide receiver for the Los Angeles and St. Louis Rams. And Isaac, you're also a Hall of Fame candidate and since we're a hall of fame show I, i'm going to fast forward to that subject right. if we will um but we talked <laughs> okay. about mike martz uh, and, and mike martz earlier this year said he wasn't surprised when terrell uh, said he yeah, wasn't surprised when terrell owens leapfrogged you and tory holt as a hall of fame finalist i mean uh tory holt uh-huh. and you have been semi-finalist terrell owens became a finalist and, and right. martz said i'm not surprised he said it's not surprised it's flat out ridiculous is what he said so my question is <laughs> What would you call it? Well, you know what? I think I have some home cooking going there. I mean, you know, obviously Coach Smarts, uh, you know, he was with me since my, my rookie season in 1994. So, you know, there was a father-son relationship kind of, you know, breeding there. But just to hear, the, hear him say that, I think any coach, you know, that's been with a certain player for a very long time would say those same, same things. They would, they would echo those same, you know, words because, you know, we spend a lot of time together. I was passionate about his offense. He was passionate about my play. Uh, had many dinners together, and we we wanted to make sure, um, you know, that we all were successful. So therefore, 
you know, to have Coach Marsh to come out and really stand up for his players, I wasn't surprised at all. Um, I was surprised that it didn't happen a year earlier, but, you know, that's Coach Marsh. Coach Marsh is always going to stand up for his players. He's going to stand up for what he believes in, his offense. And and, and if, if you want to ask me about Hall of Fame, I think he's one guy, you know, that can go in one day as an innovator. I mean, because the offense that he had us running, I mean, I think it was, it was uh, you know, uh, San Diego Chargers 2.0. Uh, with the ability to get the ball down the field and, and a great running back, great running back and running game in the boot to go with it. Isaac, uh, Kurt Warner's been a finalist twice, hasn't been able to get in. Right. Is he a Hall of Fame quarterback? Oh, without a doubt. I think that, uh, you know, his story itself um, is just amazing. It's a, it a story, you know, made for Hollywood. Uh, just what the way he came out of nowhere and the way he just adapted and evolved. I mean, I think he was a, one of the, one of, a player that really took coaching well. Um, he uh, really maximized his ability to play football. Um, the guy, you know, won two MP- MVP trophies while playing with the St. Louis Rams. And, you know, he won a Super Bowl. I mean, you know, quarterbacks are based and judged on winning, uh, as I believe every player should be. But uh, I believe Kurt Warner is a uh, Hall of Fame football player, and I'm kind of surprised that it hasn't happened yet. Isaac, I want to thank you for the time. we got to run, but best of luck with that July 23rd flag football game, and best of luck with the Hall of Fame candidacy. Hey, Rick, Ron, and Clark, thanks for having me again, man. Thank you. Get that guy up there in the film. We'll we'll dunk him. We'll keep dunking that guy for 50 right. bucks a shot. <laughs> all right. I'll do. Thanks, we'll, Isaac. Yeah, that plays out, all right? All right <laughs> do that. That was former Rams receiver Isaac Bruce, a Hall of Fame candidate. Up next, we're going to hear why Ron is down on John Mara of the New York Giants. Ouch. Ouch. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC.com. If your computer runs slowly, and whose computer doesn't, just go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software to cure what may be ailing your PC. That's MyCleanPC.com.